Um, the national championship is going on right now. I think it might be going into uh, halftime. Um, shit, where am I? Why am I drawing a blank? Um, fucking LSU just scored a touchdown, so I think they're up by. I think they're up by four right now. Currently, I got Clemson by three. I predicted a score of 21. What did I say? 24 to 21. And then I said I tried to I tried to bump it up to 27, 24. But I got Clemson by three regardless. Um, the score is probably going to be a little bit higher than, um, than what I'm trying to, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so I'm leaving. I just left the bar and I'm about to go into uh, about to go into work. But uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to go back and forth. We'll see what the second half brings. But... You know, we also had some professional football this past weekend. Um, the Texans, what in the hell was that? Kansas City scored like, what, three touchdowns? Three or four touchdowns in like three minutes. <laughs> now, I had the Texans out. First of all, I went 0 for 4 this weekend. Um, I definitely didn't have Baltimore losing, okay? Not to the Titans. Now, shout out to the Titans because... Great Cinderella story. You know, Tannehill is my guy. I like Fitzpatrick. I like quarterbacks like that. They're all the same quarterbacks. Fitzpatrick and Tannehill is the same goddamn quarterback. Um, I think Tannehill, he, he uses his legs a little bit more. But they both have that, I'm a starter, but not that good, but good enough. You know what I mean? Uh, like, he, he, like Tannehill, <laughs> Tannehill and Fitzpatrick is that white quarterback on the movie that gets injured and loses his job to a younger black quarterback. Everybody know what movie that is, but that's who, that's who they are. Uh, they're good. They're just not great. And yeah, they blew that game. Um, the Texans blew that game, but this is what it is though. So, so Baltimore ended up losing. That's Lamar Jackson. The Texans ended up losing. That's Deshaun Watson. Um, Russell Welshett. He ended up losing. <clears throat> and then, you know, my boy uh, Cousins lost. I mean, he, and Cousins too. Cousins goes into that Tannehill Fitzpatrick category as well. But just a little bit younger with more swag, I guess. And so let's talk about those four quarterbacks for a minute, right? Of course, to me, the MVP is Lamar Jackson, hands down, probably with Deshaun Jackson behind him, with Russell Wilson behind him. Um, and then, you know, after those three, it, it's just, you know, just a pool of quarterbacks that you can just throw in there. But those are the top three quarterbacks in the league to be. Um, Pat Mahomes, too, but Pat Mahomes missed, you know, he missed some games. So this is and this is has been the narrative for a while now, for some years, actually. And it's part of this whole sensitive era, like the, the whole sensitive and judgmental era is now. And so, like, players are not allowed to have bad playoff games. It kills me. They killed Dame for it. They killed AD for it. Um, they've killed a lot of players for having uh, bad playoff games. Now, one playoff game, one bad playoff game, like, you got to let cats live. Even, it, you know what? You can't really measure a man's career when he's only been in the league he probably hasn't even been in the league half of the time that he's going to actually 
play. Like most of these cats are, will probably, you know, you know, with the grace of God, they, you know, they don't have a, a career ending injury. Um, but even if they was to lose their job to another quarterback, uh, lose their job to another guard or another forward or something like that, like you rarely see players in the NBA lose their position unless they're uh, role players or something like that. You know, another role player can step up and take minutes away from another role player. That's common. That's natural. In the NFL, it is normal for a quarterback to be benched, but it also takes a lot. And usually that quarterback is on his last leg or the franchise has given up on him. And then they want to bring in a new talent to see what he could do. Um, so it's like, we have to give cats the opportunity to play. And, you know, like, I want to say last decade. I'll go with that. I can honestly go with that. I can't really pinpoint it because it's like, it's like asking, when did hip-hop really die? When did, it, when did it start to die? A lot of people feel like, you know, right after Pac and Big passed away, it started to deteriorate. You can't really say that. It did change. But, you know, and I don't want to get into hip-hop. But I don't think it happened directly after Big died. You know, I think it took some, I think it was still being held down. But eventually, talent-wise, overall, it did go down. Um, and that's the same with, that's the same with sports. It's like, yo, where did, where did it go wrong? Like, the NBA has changed. Some people say Curry was the, was the cause of the change in the game. He did make an impact because he shoot threes like, like they're free throws. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily blame that on him. Everything is more so of the actual league changing than Curry actually changing the league. And you might want to fault the people that's training these kids than anything. You can't put it all on one player. Just like you just can't put it on Big and Pac, uh, for, you know, I mean, well, actually it's not putting on a Big and Pac. It's just that they had a higher standard and they demanded for top talent music to come out. With those two gone, you don't have, you got Nas, you got Jay-Z left, but it's, it wasn't the same. It just wasn't the same because we wasn't really talking about Jay, uh, a little bit about Nas, but when, when Big and Pac was alive, niggas was talking about hip hop, right? But again, we're back to sports. I digress. Um, we've gotten to the era where we're now we're in a whole new decade, but that decade starting from 2010 and it probably started probably a little bit. Before that, but it started to it started to come down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? As far as football, you already know about the rule changes. The NBA is like cats are going to the line more. You know what I mean? So like the game has changed. It's being watered down. So we're critiquing cats more as well. You know what I mean? Like I've never seen so many trade him now. Uh, you know, like it's just, you know, one bad game. Let's trade him, you know? Um, but at the same time, people are saying, well, let's develop these players. Like, let's wait. But there's nothing to wait on because they've hit their ceiling before they even got to the league. Uh, then you go to the NFL, you go to college football, uh, college basketball. They have one and done, not fully developed kids coming into the league, the whole nine. I mean, it's just, everything is just fucked up. But at the same time, though, like, it makes no sense to critique and football is a different sport from basketball because it's one and done in the playoffs. That's why it's the best sport 
on God's green earth right now, next to March Madness and next to college football playoffs and championship and shit like that, anything that has, has a single game elimination will always be better than a series. You know, series are sweet. They cute. But it's nothing like knowing like I'm going in here Sunday or this Monday night and this is it. Not I win this game, then we go visit them and then they come back and no, none of that shit. None of that shit. Now you got one time to get it right. Um, so with that being said, like, I feel like we got to chill out. You know, we got to chill out. I don't even want to talk about Dame. I don't want to talk about AD. I don't want to talk about anybody who has struggled in the first round or the second round. I'm not really here for that. Basketball is a whole totally different subject. I'm talking about football. Deshaun Watson has not been in the league that long. Lamar Jackson has not been in the league that long. He has had two playoff games. I don't count the first one. You know what I'm saying? Because these young quarterbacks, especially with their type of talent, any young quarterback, they will give them, they will make an excuse that they are young and they need to learn, but then turn around and criticize them their first and second playoff game. You know what I'm saying? The second playoff game, I, I, I have to criticize him. The first one, not so much. You know what I mean? The second one, you know, and, it, and sometimes you got to actually look at the game to see the mistakes he made or if the coach made mistakes or if the defense made mistakes. And that's why I'm here, to make sense of it. You know what I mean? Like people can criticize these quarterbacks for not winning playoff games, but they don't play defense. You know what I mean? So, like, I, but I we've seen quarterbacks get criticized um, for shit that they cannot have or they don't have control over. You know what I mean? It's like they almost have to put up 40 or 50 points somewhere. Or, you know, I would say 30 and up. You put up 30, 30 and up points, they may not criticize you that much because you put up a lot of points. But because Lamar had a bad game, you know what I'm saying? Give credit to the fucking Titans and their head coach and their scheme and then their defense, my niggas. Like, what are y'all talking about? Sometimes, as a professional athlete, no, as a fan, though, do you expect your favorite players or the players that you just like or the team that you bet on to be perfect throughout the season and in the playoffs and in championship games? Like, niggas going to win and lose. You know, Kobe's five and seven. We already know Braun's story. MJ is the only one that went six for six. That bar has been done. It's over with. You know what I mean? It's been done. It's been over with. Because guess what? MJ has missed the playoffs before. So if you want to add everything up, there's no perfection except when it came to the national. I mean, when it came to the uh, championship game or, or the finals, rather. But nobody is fucking perfect. You know, and these are young quarterbacks. Now, you look back at the Texans and the Kansas City game, them niggas went up 24 to 0 in like the first, in the first, what? First 15, 16, 17 minutes of the game. And then you blink and they lose what? What was it? 51, 51 to 31 or some shit like that. Texans scored one more touchdown after they went on that route. Now, you can say, Kansas City defense stepped up. You can say Andy Reid coaching stepped up. By the way, JL, I seen your tweet. I didn't respond to it because that tweet was kind of 
kind of borderline of the new era. I sent a tweet saying Andy Reid would Andy Reid it. You know what I mean? He's still on pace to do that because Andy Reid is a is a coach that it gets you to the conference finals or the conference championship, I should say, and then pluck it off. Shout out to the Eagles. The Eagles know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Eagles? Fly, birds, fly, that bullshit. But the thing is, until you show me something different, I have to go with it. Just like with the Clemson and uh, what you call it matchup, I picked Clemson because they've been there a lot and they've won a lot. And what I mean by a lot, as of lately, you know what I'm saying? They and they beat they beat the one college team that we hate the most. So that's where they get a lot of love. LSU, nice, exciting, fireworks type of team. But until LSU dethrones them. Why would I go again? They haven't shown me anything that Bama couldn't do. You know what I mean? And they smacked Bama, but, you know, Bama has overall been better than LSU. And Clemson has owned Bama. So back to Eddie Reed, you know, he gets to the, if he gets to the Super Bowl, all right. Until then, eh, he on track. But back to the quarterbacks, man, you got to let, you got to let Lamar, you got to let Watt, you got to let them live. Now, Russell, there's no, if he would have got the ball back, by the way, that was a fourth and inches. They kind of worked Seahawks on that. Not, not to say that they that that Green Bay Green Bay probably would have went for it. Shit, I don't know. It could have been an Aaron Rodgers uh, fake, uh, you know, up the middle, uh, or they probably would have ran uh, with the full something. They would have did something. They probably would have got it. But what's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. Jimmy Graham came up just a tad bit short, but it doesn't matter. Game is over. Spill milk. But if Russ would have got that ball back, there's a high possibility that that nigga would have went down there and scored. Just like if the roles was reversed and Aaron Rodgers would have got that ball with them niggas, can, both of them can score with less than a, uh, a minute, a, a, a second. Less than a minute left on the clock with like no timeouts or even one timeout, they going to get their ass downfield. Both of the quarterbacks. That's probably why that was the most intriguing matchup besides the Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs matchup. That's the one I wanted to see the most because those two quarterbacks are very similar to me. Um, but there's no criticism on Russ' side, you know. Um, not at all. Not from that game in general. Maybe a few calls that wasn't, you know, a few messed up calls or whatever, including that fourth down that they call the first down. Um, the Vikings and Niners, I expected the Vikings to win, but I wasn't surprised that um, the Niners won. And that was just, you know, that was just being out coach right there. Basically, I was just being out coach. It is nothing, and it's nothing against Cousins because Cousins actually, actually did his job you know, the, the, the weekend before. So, you know, it's just a matter of the Vikings picking that shit up and retooling and rebuilding for next season. They had a great, you know, nothing about that game either. But the two games and the two quarterbacks that stand out the most that has been, that has been getting the most criticism doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't make any sense to me. You know, so um, with that said, man, we got to chill. We got to chill. Stop on the criticism. Like they had one, they had one bad playoff game. 
You know what I'm saying? It's the playoffs. Like, I'm not going to criticism that much during this, during the regular season. They killed during the regular season. Even when Lamar had a subpar game against the Niners, it's like we know what he could do. He went up a, a, against a great defense. The weather condition was a little off. It's whatever. It's just let these niggas play. Like, it's like this generation and this era expect Lamar to to throw for 500, rush for 200, damn near every game. And then when he has an average game of 250 and maybe 60 yards, then it's like, oh, he ain't that. Nigga, that's a great game right there if he threw for two or three touchdowns and won the game. You know what I mean? So to me, all the stats and shit go out the window when you're in a heated battle. You know, if if you lose the game by seven or less points or maybe even eight if there's a one or two score uh two scores that you have to get that's manageable like you can get that and you lose the game i don't really care about the stats bro it just win the game because fo- I-, I fell in love with football where stats didn't really matter it's just who won the game a lot of people and again this is why they changed the game they wanted to draw in a crowd of people that didn't watch football a lot they wanted to see fireworks. They wanted to see celebrations and shit. That's why they allow celebrations now. But they want to see points. They want to see 30 and 40, 50 points put on the board because they want to see that type of excitement coming from the fans and shit like that. But nigga, I remember when LSU played Batman, they ended up being like a 6-3 ball game. That was rough. It's chess. It's chess. You got to respect it. That's defense. That's defense. Back when in the NBA, Cash used to average 80 to 90 points in the game. Now you got niggas putting up 140, 150. This shit is ridiculous. It's just fucking ridiculous the lack of defense that's going on. So I respect real shit. All that, all that, like niggas back in the day was not sitting up here worrying about a nigga shooting percentage. It just, it just wasn't the thing. Now all of a sudden, everybody in their mama is a, a percentage analyst. You know what I'm saying? Like I honestly, you come into the game and you you're shooting, you know, let's say you shoot thirty nine percent from the field or whatever, but that shit come down to the last couple of buckets and you end up winning the game on your shoulders. I don't give a shit about your shooting percentage. Just go out there and win the fucking game. Now, if you shooting thirty nine percent, y'all niggas getting blown out. That's a problem. That means something needs to change. But if you out there. Missing shots, but you also getting your teammates involved and y'all fighting and y'all scratching. They can go win the game, bro. I'm not worried about that's where everybody's problem is. Everybody think they know everything. I just want I'm a Laker fan. I I'm about to I'm going in, you know, this is my segue into the whole Cools talk. Like, enough of Lamar, a love uh, uh enough of uh Deshaun. Let's chill on them, but let's go to Cools. In the cool situation, a lot of a lot of cats in LA like BI and a lot of cats like Cools for the same reasons though. Like they feel like a good compliment for Braun. But apparently BI didn't play. We already know the whole story. Don't need to go down that whole spiel. But the thing is, because of the situation that we're in, as far as Braun being older, AD being fragile, it's like we need to get better. And it doesn't start, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to have to be uh a compliment to Braun and them. It's just gotta be someone that's willing to come off the bench and perform 
when one of them is on the bench or when both of them is on the bench. That's Kuz's job, right? I get it. He was injured. Okay. But we was rolling without him. If your injury is not cured for you to come back and you rush back, that's on you. Sit your ass down. We was doing fine without you. Danny Green has stepped up. Avery Bradley has stepped up when he does play. So the ladies' trade rumors has flared back up. D-Rose name has popped up. Some Laker fans that I'm in group chats with don't like it. You know, shout out to my boy, Dez. <laughs> I love that group chat, boy. I love it. I love it. The most mature group chat that I'm a part of. Like, seriously, no sarcasm. They don't really like it, right? They feel like it's too much to uh, giving up, you know, with Cools, Bradley, and Cousins. But now they're talking about just Cools and Bradley. I mean, not Cools and Bradley, but Cools and Cousins for for Rose. This is my stance on it, bro. We got to get better. Rose has proven ever since he's got he's gotten to Milwaukee. I mean, not Milwaukee. That he's gotten to uh, fucking Minnesota. He's proven that he's staying in this league. He may not be a starter, although I feel like he can start on a few teams, but I think he has accepted the bench role because it's not too much pressure on his body. They don't expect him to carry a team fully. He just got to carry his load when he's out there, and he does it fucking well. Between him and Lou, come on, man. We already know what Lou can do, but Rose's... Still can penetrate and get to the basket. Still can knock down those shots. You know, defense. Yeah, you know, who's playing defense though? So, <clears throat> while I'm saying we need to chill on Lamar and we need to chill on Deshaun playoff uh, performance this past weekend, I'm saying in order for us to critique Kuz that same way, he has to show us he's worthy of that. See, the one thing that I can say is that both of those quarterbacks that I just said perform well during the regular season and has performed well. Well, Deshaun, they both had had hiccups in the playoffs, uh, obviously, right? Um, But they have shown that they're ready and they are ready for the spotlight. You know what I'm saying? Lamar had his two hiccups. But he also has a bigger responsibility. Kuz don't have a huge responsibility right now. The only time his responsibility is is needed is when AD or Braun is on the bench or both. And he hasn't shown that. Yes, him and Rondo went, they went uh, fucking bonkers against OKC. Oh, yeah, they did. They did. And it was impressive. That shit don't mean nothing to us out here. Absolutely nothing. You want to know why? He's expected to do that shit when nobody is there. We had our top three scores out. One nigga had the flu. I don't even know what's wrong with Danny Green. And AD booty hurt. Doesn't sound right, but that's the truth. His tailbone is hurting. So, I'm willing to give Kuz time. But you're telling me you don't want to take Rose over Cool? You got to be kidding. Now, I get it. People are starting to think like me long term. But I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know what to expect long term. Right now, I'm like right now now. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Long term, no, I said, nah, not with the young crew because I don't see them developing to get any better next to Braun, which means we're going for it right now. So with that being said, if Kuz was to stay, I wouldn't be surprised. If Kuz was to leave, I definitely wouldn't be surprised because I feel like the Lakers and the Clippers, possibly Milwaukee, will be making changes. <clears throat> I think Miami is set. I think Philly might. I don't think. I don't know if Philly will make changes. I think Philly needs to make some changes. Uh, Brooklyn. I don't know. I think they still might wait and sit it out. Just wait for KD to come back. But there are certain teams that I think will make changes for this playoff run. Uh, and I think it's needed. You know, I think the Clippers still have a better overall roster. It's just that our roster is just playing better than theirs. Because I feel like if we had two of those role players, just two of those role players on the Lakers, it'd be world domination. That's what I'm saying. They're just not. They're just not dominating with the roster that they have, and they can be dominating. They're just not doing it. We're actually playing above expectation with the roster that we have. Um, so shout out to Kuz, man. I will say this. I'm not sure if Subliminals is playing a factor in this, but you know, his Puma, his Puma um advertisement on the way into the city is off. They took that shit down. Now it was up there for a while. But they took it down and they uh, covered it up with Bron and AD. Uh, you know what? You know, coming in, damn. I'm gonna have to look it up, but I wanted to get an authentic picture of it coming in, uh, and I won't be able to do that until Wednesday, and that's when this is going to drop. Um, but I'll look for it on the internet, and I'll probably post that. But uh, yeah, man, Kuz got to step it up. He just got to. He got to step it up. Bron is coming back tonight against the Cavs. And we're going to see what it is. Now we get to see he's going to be the sec second option on the team. I need 25 out of him. I need 25 out of him. Because when AD comes back, I'm going to need at least 18. Between, hmm, I want to say a safe 15 to 20 from Kuz consistently. And I say 15 to 20 because we know AD is going to be going to get majority of the other touches. And then you can't count out Danny Green and the rest of the cast. You know, the rest of the cast support. So 15 to 20 points, but it's not just the 15 to 20, though. It's when you get the points, though. In the fourth quarter, when it's a 10-point lead or a 10-point deficit, I need him to step up. I need everybody to step up, but his main, he is the most important piece on that goddamn roster. Why? Because when AD is tapped out, when Bron is tapped out, or when they have to step up, they're still going to need that third option. This is what other teams are so great at. This is what the Clippers are great at, is that when they got Kawhi, they got PG-13, but they also got Sweet Lou. You know what I'm saying? They got Harold. So it's like they got cats that they can rely on outside of their big two. And that's the point. Milwaukee's going to have that issue. Miami is sexy right now. But they're going to have that issue. That's all. That's all. That's all. So back to Dame, back to AD, back to Lamar, back to Deshaun. Y'all niggas need to chill, man. Y'all act like niggas can't lose. Niggas can lose. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a part of their legacy. We're going to be talking about this because if one of them quarterbacks or both of them quarterbacks end up getting a championship or two, 
Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Let these niggas live. You don't have to criticize every playoff game. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is what we do. We break down shit. But you don't have to. I told you this. I told you. You didn't say anything. Because when niggas went 14 and 2, you know what I'm saying? When niggas won a division, we wouldn't hear none of this. And it's a playoff game. Like, all that shit goes out of the, the regular season goes out of the window. The only time the regular season matters is for a number one seed. Outside of that, niggas, a head up fade. It's a head up fade. You got one game to get it right. You're not going to play it over, my brother. So all that shit goes out of the window. I don't care about the passing records. I don't care about the touchdown records. It's a head up fade. And guess what? Quarterbacks don't play defense. One of y'all niggas understand that. 